Hi, my name is Cecilia. If you're listening to my podcast, I'd like to say welcome and thank you. I really appreciate. I hope you guys are well. I hope that you're safe. I hope you're putting on your mask, that you're remembering that it's not a chin strap, it's a face mask and you put it on at all times as long as you're out in public. Um, yes, <laughs> I'm just reminding you guys. Uh, I am fine. I'm grateful. I can't complain. I'm taking a day at a time. That's what I've been doing this whole uh, quarantine, COVID time. And today uh, we are resuming, uh, this is a part two of the part one that I put it, uploaded last week. And, or no, let's, let's not say last week, but the last episode that I uploaded, this is the part two. And you were discussing the effects of COVID-19 on small businesses. So in the previous episode, I spoke about my personal experience and some of the things that I have faced, some of the changes that I've made. And I hope you can listen to that before you listen to this one. I hope you enjoy it. You enjoyed it. I really enjoyed shooting to at shooting. I enjoyed recording that episode. Uh, I felt like I was more myself. Actually, the more I've been recording the episodes, I'm realizing that I'm becoming more and more comfortable to just speak uh, without thinking too much about like how I sound and all that stuff. I'm becoming a bit more comfortable now just recording effortlessly and i'm happy we grow and learn this podcasting is new to me so i'm also just learning as i go so part two so like i mentioned i spoke to a couple of businesses i sent them i slid into their dms and i was like yo what's up you know my name is cecilia and i just wanted to know how covid has been affecting your businesses whether it's positive or negative i'd really like to know and i just told them you can just DM me three to two things according to your own personal experience. And they were like, okay, some, some responded, some didn't. But I'm just going to read the ones that responded and the feedback because I actually learned a couple of things that I didn't know before. And yes, let's just go straight into it. So these accounts that I'm reading are on Instagram. And I will say the handle of the business so that you can follow them also support them like i've said before supporting a small business doesn't always mean buying something you can follow them that is support you can if you purchase something from them you can share it on your social media platforms and show your friends what you've bought you can comment on maybe something react to their stories that is still supporting a small business every effort counts and so we will start with the first one is by a lady called Melissa Jo. Her page on Instagram is pursuit underscore of purpose. She's a painter. And this is what she said. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> I hope you're well. Thank you for participating. I really appreciate. Um, so this is what she said. Hi, Cecilia. Thank you so much for the consideration. Business has been, of course, has, of course, been affected negatively. Yes, girl. When it comes to the shoe, when it comes to the shoes, sales have gone down significantly. Of course, no, of course, because nobody is going anywhere apart from work, home, and the supermarket. <laughs> okay, um, uh, but the selling of paintings has been affected the most. I'd blame this on the typical prices of art pieces. They aren't cheap. And in time, when most people are unsure of how long movement will be restricted for, clients would rather save their coins. I also had a major art exhibition, one that I had, one that I had been planning for since November, postponed to an unknown date. 
So now pieces which cannot be publicly released are stored in the studio. A major disappointment as I turned on all other offers so as to prepare for this one. But but we move. At least it was complete. It was it wasn't completely cancelled. I do, however, treasure the supportive friends I have who are requesting for prints and shoes too, as well as Tewa, a freelance art curator who continues to create trading opportunities for artists via his contacts and online exhibitions. He's a gift to Kenyan artists. I can't say I'm badly off because I still live in my parents' house, but I worry about those who depend on their art for rent, bills, and food. So that's a perspective I was not aware of and or i did not know but let's first start with the positive let's first clap we need to clap for this tewa this individual who i'll better ask her to give me the handle and i'll put it on my instagram page this individual called tewa or it's an institution i'm not sure and him helping creating opportunities for artists that's a very good thing things like this is what sometimes sustains small businesses and we really appreciate that person for what they're doing and that they should continue doing that if you're an artist and you listen to this podcast maybe that's a page you should check out i will leave the handle here or on my instagram page the podcast instagram page that's at mbl underscore podcast and i will leave that the tewa's handle there so you can check it out in case you are artist and you're looking for opportunities um but yeah her saying that she had a major exhibition turned down and she can't even release those paintings is saddening because i can imagine how many hours she worked on those paintings and or how long it would it took only for it to be cancelled and we do understand the restrictions were put there in place to help us we're not saying that we don't like the restrictions we are adhering to it we accept them we appreciate them i'm just trying to share the experience of what those quarantine and what COVID has done to small businesses so that you can know what people are actually experiencing on the ground. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Melissa, for that. Uh, the second person I'll read is Dana Vito. So Dana Vito is a jewelry company. It's Dana, D-H-A-N-A underscore Vito, V-I-T-O. All these pages are, in, are on Instagram. So check them out. Um, and let me read her response, her feedback. So she said, my name is Wanjiro. I am a creative director, designer, and basically I'm one, a one man team for now, LOL. This year certainly started off in a very interesting way. As soon as I booked a market space in April, like a day before the market, the first Kenyan, the first Kenyan was confirmed with coronavirus. And I remember it was on a Saturday with the ministry when the ministry announced and the market was to be on a Sunday. It was quite a blow for me because it wasn't the first time a market I had signed up for had been cancelled. So I felt a little salty. A couple of weeks I was on panic mode. Everyone was for those first three weeks. But like the fourth week I started to think about how to get back on my feet and how to operate from safety and that's what I've been doing. I also realized as a business owner I was doing a lot of running around this period helped me to stop, focus, and improve on, quote, problems I had no time for, close quote, because now I had time. It helped me to find new ways to operate in a pandemic. So far, so good. So that's another thing this pandemic has taught us, is that 
what you thought was normal is not the is not normal anymore people have to create a new normal so as a small business how are you adapting you 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 cannot be rigid you actually cannot you have to be flexible enough to go with the with how things are going how can you adapt your business so that it's able to like sustain itself during this pandemic period it's not easy like for us like us in the printing and branding industry how do we adapt to to what is it called to the pandemic there's so many things most of the things we're doing right now is reduce costs but we still not figured it figured out how to best adapt to the pandemic because companies are still not asking for marketing and printing materials you see they're not still asking for branded umbrellas and stuff like that because priority is not given to that priority is being given to other things so what is an alternative how do you figure it out and that takes time so don't get pressure that you 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 are supposed to have a solution like immediately it takes time it takes time it takes research you have to see online you have to see what people are doing it does take time so be also kind to yourself and to your business yeah and also understand that we are also in an economy it's not just you as an individual so if the economy is affected you're also affected yeah so be patient with yourself and with your business too but also just try and figure out how you can still stay afloat how you can still adapt to how things are going with me i decided to start a podcast and start talking about small businesses i know it's nothing to do with printing and branding but at least when i'm here talking about small businesses and my passion for small businesses you find out that i actually do printing and branding and if you are listening and you're like oh yeah by the way we need like 10 roll up banners you know you can contact me you can send me a message i can be able to deliver it for you so it's all about adapting yeah the thing about events being cancelled like she said that she had an exhibition uh an event that she was supposed to be pa- uh, participating in being cancelled maybe events can go online i don't know i can't speak on behalf of event organizers and stuff like that but i am glad that she was able to look for a way around it and danavito is a very good brand if you follow their page on instagram you can see the consistency you can see the quality of the work that they put up you can see this is someone who really cares about their product and the image and like i said in the previous episode with a small business every shilling counts every shilling so i don't know if when they make these payments for example for a market whether they get that money refunded or not you see those are other details because Sometimes maybe you've borrowed that money. Sometimes it's just the little money you had and you decided let me pay with hopes that when I go to this exhibition I'm going to sell and recover my money. Some of these things are you're not 100% sure. So I can only imagine because she said she felt salty. So you're not sure. Maybe the money was not refunded, you know? And it's not the fault of the event, I understand, but you can see how it can affect you because it's already money that you probably were holding on to or didn't have or it's money money you were banking and banking on to put at an event which you plan to go to to be able to sell and recover that money but covid happened and we cannot control all of it like we could not we, we cannot control what happened and so that's it so you're just forced to adapt to the new normal and she's saying so far so good right so danavito i 
I love your page. I hope you guys, if you're listening, you can follow them. And yes, you know, let's, I'm, I'm glad to see that it's her statement ended with a positive note, which is a plus. Yeah. Uh, the other person is at by Safara. This is on Instagram at by Safara. Safara is S-A-F-A-R-A. And she told me, let me read her feedback she does digital prints i like her old school like the way she takes like pictures i don't know if it's old pictures or what but she gives them this old old school vibe like it always takes me back to like my mom those days for like platforms and and shirts with dots at the back and you know boogie dancing yes i i really love her work um so this is what she said um, the main thing is that sales went down because pop-up markets were cancelled. The apparel supply chains have been interrupted, so the product launches I had in store couldn't come into fruition. And then she said, I sell clothes with my designs as well, so getting them made and shipped here has been tough due to delays. The prints are my main product, but unframed. I can, I can get them framed if the customer asks for such. That's what she says. So she sells also clothes with the, her artwork on them. And with everything, like each country is quarantining, like even exporting and like taking things out and bringing things in, we are realizing that it's becoming a challenge. I could understand how that can really halt a business because maybe you had already made a payment to someone to be able to maybe print for you a couple of things. And now even despite the payment being done, you cannot receive the goods because of the delays. And, you know, um, like there's nothing we can do about it. That's what I can say. But I just want to put this out there. Uh, maybe you're also in the same industry as Art by Safara is. Have you worked with any local designers who, not local, like local people who make or brand things and they give you quality work? Because also I think... We also need to create the pool of connections of people who maybe are alternatives. Because I do understand when she's saying that she gets her things made. Uh, let me just confirm this so I don't say the wrong things. Made her things, she said shipped. So maybe they're not being made here. So I would understand her not getting her things made here. They're made elsewhere and they're brought here. I'm in the printing and branding industry. And we have had clients import things branded items from outside the country because sometimes the quality here is not up to standard sometimes it's not up to standard and there are corporates that are very particular with their branding and maybe they want something specific that either is not done here in kenya and even if someone is doing it the price is so exorbitant number one or it just cannot be done so they are forced to import the item for it to be done abroad and, and it comes here. Sometimes it can be the thing that they want. Maybe it's a specific kind of hood. Maybe it's a specific kind of jacket. That style is not available here. So they look for people outside the country who have that item. They brand the item and they bring them here. I do understand her 100%. Because I remember there was once we were doing uh, the branding of the for an, for an NGO. And one of the logos was the... Some, the United States emblem, with the one that has a, a, a bird on it, I'm not sure which one it is, to be very honest. 
I just know it's for the United States, Asian United States, something, something. But it has the hawk with it and the words and all that stuff. Let me not say hawk because maybe it's not a hawk. It has a bird on it. And I remember we gave it to someone here to do the branding. It was a sample. That shirt had four logos. A logo on the front pocket and front right and left pocket and on both sleeves on the right and the left side. And all the, all the other logos were okay. But when it came to that United States logo, because of the details that are, that are on that logo, my God, I saw the sample, but then I just laughed. Like that bird, hi, did, look, did not look anything close to the artwork that I sent there. Like not even close. So it really, we really had to take some time and find someone who can make that logo, like, like come very close, almost perfect to how that logo was supposed to look like because this person who branded I, I think i have that sample still in the office like where it looked like it was i don't even know it was just awful like the words the 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 animal the bad or neat the like everything was just bad and they actually sent that sample to me you see that's the thing that's just funny kenyans can be hilarious someone just sends you that sample they can see it's not even good i remember looking at the sample and i was like i can't send this to the client so i just called the client i told them what this sample I have, I cannot even send it to you. So let me just find someone who can do this logo well, and then I'll do, I'll bring you the sample. So I do understand. I understand what she's saying. And maybe she has a specific style that she's going for that maybe is not available here. But I'm just saying, just in case, if you have contacts, connections, people that you have worked with prior here, and maybe they do your products here locally, share with us those connections. Let's, cre let's create a pool. She doesn't have to go there or anyone else doesn't have to go to that supplier. But at least they can go and see the kind of work that is done. Because that's how you assess a good supplier. You see the work that they've done. You see the quality of the fabrics that they use. Is it up to standard? Is it what you want? Can they achieve what you want? Yeah. So, you know, let's contribute. Let's help one another grow. Yeah. Um, so thank you at by Safara on Instagram. Please check out her work. Follow her page. She has, she has, she has really good stuff. Yeah. So check her out. The next person is, oh, the next person, yeah, is Green Thing Kenya. But she didn't send me a message. We actually spoke on phone, which is a plus. And I, at least I got to know her. Actually speaking to Nelly, she's called Nelly of Green Thing Kenya, made me so excited to, for when my microphone comes because at least when it comes i can be able to have like interviews with with small business owners my conversation with her was so please ignore the background noise there's some noise outside uh my conversation with nelly was so enriching and you can tell her passion from across the phone like the things she's pas passionate for the sustainability the eco-friendliness like you can tell it and i was so, like, I spoke to her, and when I cut the call, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for my microphone to come so that we can speak, so that we can have this discussion one-on-one, -on -one and you can hear, like, what these small business owners have to say because what they have to say is very important. What they have to say, the passion they have for the product, yani it even makes you just want to buy their products because of how, how much they love what, the, what they do. You understand? Um, so yes, so let me just read this green thing, uh, green thing dot Kenya bio. 
it's written lowest kenya slash an echo shop product slash service do the green thing switch to sustainable lifestyle kenyan mother founded conscious consumerism hashtag lowest kenya and her contact is there so nelly this is what nelly told me um and what i like is that covid19 was a positive for her business and it was because she was smart and she was able to think 10 steps ahead um so nelly told me that when the first cases of covid19 were announced in the country she had already started working on a mask she had made three designs and she had two tailors and she was actually putting on her mask when she was going to town to do her errands and stuff like that she'd put on a mask and then it had not been announced that it was compulsory for people to put on masks so people would look at her with the mask on and they're like this one mask but she still boldly wore her mask and that's like a way of testing the product seeing is it comfortable does it fit well if you think about it so she she used to wear her mask before it was even made now what is it compulsory then the government the ministry made it compulsory for everyone to put on a face mask and by then she already had selected the design she knew what worked and people turned to her for face masks and she was saying that she was selling a hundred face masks per day because she had the design ready she was not trying to think about it so once it was announced she was just selling and she had two tailors already there making the face masks and i was like wow that is so nice and if you go to her page greenthing.kenya scroll down you're going to see she has the face mask design i actually like the there's a white one with flowers flowers <laughs> i i really really like it um let me see it's a three ply mm, let me see if i can find it come come where are you where are you where are you yeah you have seen it mm-hmm okay 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 why you see when you're looking for something <laughs> that's when it like disappears why do you do that to me okay i found i found the post i was trying to find the post where she talks about the face mask so our cute three ply reusable masks are just the best when open they create a circular slash hollow space to accommodate your nose and mouth they have a bendable slash flexible nose piece to suit every sh sh every face shape. This piece also ensures that the mask stays on the face. Uh, we are taking orders tomorrow. We do matching slash uniform masks for institutions as well. If you're in a position to donate, we highly recommend you to. So that I'm reading that directly from her page. And so Nelly took Nelly was smart enough. Like she 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 was bold enough to to take the jump and start producing and creating designs way before everyone everyone else was. So when people are seeing her with masks, I'm sure when, when it was made compulsory, people turned to her and they're like, oh, I saw you with a face mask. Can I get three? Can I get five? Can I get two for my family and friends and relatives and stuff like that? And one thing, she said her face mask go for 350 shillings. And I asked her like, um, oh, no, let me mention this first. She says with her business, even with these face masks, she ethically she ethically sources. She's an she ethically sources for all her products for anything on her page. Everything is ethically sourced. What does that mean? That means that 
if it's the material, let's say the fabric she's buying from or whatever she's the elastic or whatever she's buying from someone else, she ensures that fair wages are paid by that institution, that they pay their people fair wages. And given any question, they can answer. For example, if she asks questions regarding the fabric, the elastic, where did you get it from? That person can answer. And they can tell you everything regarding a, a fabric. And if she, like, they can just tell you anything regarding the fabric. And she told me, like, some of the shops she goes to, there are shops you can go to where, she says there are shops you go and you don't see anyone at all. And sometimes she's the only customer. And when she walks in, these are people who have taken the time to pick fabrics that are of good quality, that are ethical. And that is what she appreciates about her business and what and what she does so when you're buying a face mask from greenthing.kenya that's their handle on instagram know you're buying from a company that ethically sources for its products so keep that in mind and for a small business that is a big thing like to be that particular it's really really a big thing for the environment and for the people involved yeah and what else um yeah, because we were having a discussion about the mask product, this mask production, and the way some of these people are, these employees who are making these masks in bulk, for example, are are exploited and they're not paid fair wages. And she was like, "That's not right." Because if somebody is coming to your factory to make for you maybe a, a hundred masks an hour, or working the whole day making masks for you, and tomorrow they have to figure out where to get food for their family and where to get rent to I'm at a rent where to get yeah maybe rent and also fair to come to your office the next day then you're not being ethical that's what she said and I was like I really did agree with her because I understand because that employee won't be at peace the whole time they're there working for you they'll just be thinking about I don't have money for this I don't have money for this how am I going to come back tomorrow and I do understand so she is an ethical companies and her suppliers she works with ethical suppliers Nelly, hey, you taught me a thing or two. Um, I also asked her because everyone now has face masks and many people are now making face masks. Does that mean that the demand went down? She said it got to a point like it slightly dropped, but it just went back up. So it's still just, um, it's still, the sales are still there. People are still buying face masks and it's not going to end anytime soon because we need face masks. We need to be exchanging them. We need to be putting on a new one like every day. So yes, business is still strong and I'm happy. I'm so happy for her. And then she also said when, during the first days of COVID, when the masks were made uh, compulsory, it was only her number that was on the page. So when people call and they ask for masks, they would call her, but she was getting so many calls. It got to a point she had to add other people's numbers. She was even saying like she put her husband's number, even the lady who helps her. She had to put that number there because she was getting so many calls and so many orders and she didn't want to disappoint the clients. So she had to add other people's numbers to ensure that she's able to get as many, like to be able to cater for as many people as she can with a face mask. And that's a plus. And that's the joy of being a small business. It's about using what you have to achieve a goal. You tell your husband, Haya, you'll be called about face masks. This is what you're going to say. Yeah, this is the number. This is the price. This is how, it's a reply. If you want a box, this is how much it is. You tell the lady who maybe helps you in the house, if you trust her enough, you tell her, this is ukipata simu, even the unasema. You know, so I, I, things like that make me happy because I'm like, you can see 
you know and that's the joy of being a small business owner it's not you don't have a call center your call center is your family it's your team it's the people you live with those are your if you have older children those are the people you employ to help you to ensure that the orders are coming through and um what else um she's also fulfilling you can also send her an email because she was also getting emails about the quotation uh for i mean you can she also if you can send her an email in case you want an order or want to make an order she also checks her email that's what i'm trying to say so yeah and she also mentioned that now from the two tailors she had initially when she started she increased to five tailors now she has five tailors so if you're thinking about making big orders or you know things like that feel free to contact her she has the ability to handle and let me tell you there's nobody who works as hard as a small business a small business we would a small business owner will not sleep they will work hard to deliver that order for you let me tell you they're the most aggressive vigilant people big institutions tell you ah wait seven days we are going to deliver you know because they have so much demand that sometimes yani they can even let go of a big order because they know that Kazini mingi, like there's so much work. They are getting so many orders. But a small business owner, let me tell you, she will not or he will not sleep. They will do everything to ensure that you have your order. Even if it means not sleeping for three days, deliver your work, then they can sleep for the other three days. That's how it is. And that's what makes being self-employed so much fun. Yeah. And Nelly, thank you and I appreciate. If any of you are looking for a face mask, please check out her page greenthing.kenya um so that's the feedback i got from the companies i hope i've not left anyone out let me just check i hope i have not left anyone out. no i'm not left anyone out so that's the feedback i got for the form for the businesses i talked to pass it off purpose she's a painter at by safara she's she does digital art um green thing kenya she's in she's an eco-friendly uh, company and uh, i also got feedback from another lady wanji wanjira kinua but she said uh she for her she didn't have points to give i want to mention because she was she she actually did give feedback but she said she had nothing to contribute to the okay not like she said okay hi cecilia i've been trying to come up with the points but since i've not been taking any orders for prints i don't think i have any pointers on this topic and i appreciate you wajira for the feedback i really appreciate because like i say communication for me is key sometimes when you send out this like dms to people sometimes some people don't respond so you're never sure whether they read the email or they didn't read the email and she's also a very interest she's also a page you should check out she's called her page is let me see born underscore on underscore the underscore way born on the way she creates uh did she makes like this digital art and she has prints she's actually currently sell, selling prints on her page at a very actually affordable rate so check out her page on instagram born underscore on underscore there underscore way so it's born on the way but with those underscores so check her out and yes let's continue supporting small businesses let's continue like like what like what i don't know what much let's just continue supporting small business in any way that you can let's continue supporting small businesses and for the people who've given me feedback wanjira safara nelly 
uh, Melissa, thank you. I really, really appreciate. Thank you so much. And that's it for today. I uh, hope to see you guys or hear from you guys or you hearing my voice next week. I really appreciate. Stay safe. Remember to put on your face mask. And bye. <laughs>